This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Season 3, Episode 28 of the MVSP, brought to you by the Bulldog Radio RSO. On the campus of Ferris State University, as always, Joseph Nagy, along with Brandon Worth, sitting across from me. Brandon, it's going to be a great episode. A little bit shorter of one, but nonetheless, we got some good content coming in. Packed Ferris State Sports Report, interview with Brooke Norder. It's going to be a good one. Oh my goodness. Like, this weekend is going to be absolutely insane. We have home sports literally everywhere. We can't even fit everything. Hockey is going to be playing. Volleyball is going to be in Wayne Arena. We literally had to send the basketball team to Big Rapids High School. We didn't even have enough facilities for how crazy this weekend is going to be. It's a scheduling nightmare. Oh, my gosh. RIP to everybody that's working in athletics this week because yeah, I mean, six, it's a full docket three days in a row. six of us that are on the staff. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be we're gonna be tired, guys. It's going to be a nightmare. But we're hanging in there. I got to do all my homework you. tonight, basically. That's about it. Yeah. I have to do some homework as well. But without further ado, we, we can skip our homework because there you have a great episode for you, including an exclusive interview with Fair State Volleyball player Brooke Norder ahead of the epic regional battle about to take place in Wink Arena. So without further ado, let's send you to the interview. Now joined in studio with a special interview and a special guest of Ferris State Volleyball, Brooke Norder is here to join us. Brooke, welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Brooke, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know I had a little bit of a struggle helping you find where the studio was, but we're very happy <laughs> that you're in here and be able to answer some of our questions. So to start off, uh, if somebody follows you on Instagram, you can notice that you are a Barstool athlete. <laughs> what does that exactly entail? Because it's pr- kind of a gray area for a lot of people who don't know. Yeah, um, I honestly wish I had a lot to say about it, but um, I honestly just signed up, and I think it's more about the clout, Like to be honest. yeah, um, You do get free merch. Um, I think a sweatshirt, sweatpants, and t-shirt. I haven't gotten that yet because they like to go to the D1 athletes first and then like what? down and down and down. Terrible. You know, right? Aww, <laughs> that's lame. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's a, the clout and, and the free stuff. Just the, those three. And it just says athlete <laughs> across the front. Oh, yeah, so just knows. athlete. It may, stay, it may say like barstool, like smaller, but it's just like athlete in big white letters on every single piece of clothing. Huh. I would have never guessed that. But I think definitely the clout is the, definitely is the, the highest yeah. factor. 100%. <laughs> um, Brooke, I obviously, um, you're here now, but you've done a little bit of a journey to get here, transferred from Parkland College and obviously from um, Grand Rapids West Catholic. I don't need to mention the Reed City rivalry there. But <laughs> anyway, what ended up getting you here from Grand Rapids? Yeah, so, um, I mean, right out of high school, I didn't really matter where I went. Um, so I really wanted to go Juco at the start. So I went to the best Juco I could found, and that's Parkland. And then I did want to come back home after those two years were done. So um, I've always been a fan of Ferris. I've always, you know, wanted to go to Ferris. So um, that was actually like one of my first options. And thankfully, I'm here and it's close to home, like 45 minutes away. So I'm really happy. That's cool. Yeah. And the team's been having a great season so far. GLIAC championships and all that. But with the toughest part of the season coming up, as well as lining up with the toughest part of the semester with finals and everything, how have you kind of been able to adjust to being able to kind of be on top of your classes while also kind of stay at the top of your game, especially with, you know, playoffs coming up now and especially with them happening tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so pretty much we all are a little stressed. Like with finals coming up, we got projects, essays, like all this stuff too. Um, I would say we're really all good with our time management. So, um, you know, we will sometimes get together, do homework together, um, make sure – that we get all our stuff done on time. Sometimes, you know, I say up till 2 a.m. getting it done, but that's all right. <laughs> don't um, we all? Don't we all? Yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> but when we get into the gym, we always, like, make this promise that we, like, check in to the gym. Mm-hmm. And we um, just recently made these, like, paper things that we drew our feet on. And so every time we step into the gym, we put our feet on our feet that we drew, and we, like, check into the gym. So anything that's going on in our life, 
like family, you know, school, anything else is like kind of like checked out. Huh. So we're ready to get into practice. Locked in. Yeah. Locked in. That's a really cool idea, actually. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, obviously, we just mentioned getting in the gym. Um, pretty big gym coming up here. Obviously, you guys going from Engelglebe and now into Wink Arena for the big dance postseason. Yeah. How are you able to be in the playoffs on your home floor? Yeah, um, to be able to host is a awesome opportunity. Uh, we really wanted this, and um, we're just kind of big with like you know home court advantage. Like everyone, family, friends, it gets to come see us and support us. So we really appreciate that. That um, this is like our tag. We get it. So that's pretty neat. Um, we obviously haven't practiced in this gym a lot, but recently we've practiced in it about maybe six days um last semester in the spring we did have to play a match in there so mm -hmm. we were like we had a little bit of experience but yeah. um to be honest like i really like this gym and with the number one seed uh you know got that from the gleak tournament being able to win the whole thing uh the Gleak Tournament as well, it brought so many teams that you haven't seen since the start of the season that you had to play Wayne State, Northern Michigan, Michigan Tech. Knowing that there was a chance of redemption from those teams that you lost against earlier in the year, what was it like playing against them with so much time in between for them to improve as well as for you guys to improve? Yeah, um, we were definitely like fired up for these matches because it's been so long since the beginning of the season. So um, I feel like everything that we've been doing all season, preparing, um, was it was preparing us for this GLIAC, you know, tournament. And um, I just feel like we had a really good, like, scout team and we practiced a lot on, like, how to um, go against them, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, so, uh, so I just feel like we were just super pumped up um, and we just followed scout in those moments. And um, I also want to give a shout-out to, like, our bench because during those matches, oh, yeah. they go insane. Like, That's they, one thing. It gets pretty hype in there. Yeah, it gets pretty it, hype yes. in there. They, the cheers they come up with, like, oh, my gosh, it's so funny. Um, one of them is just, like, oh, what is it called? Like, somebody call an ambulance, <laughs> but not for me. And, like, they drag someone <laughs> off the court. Like, they need help surviving. It's, like, great. Yeah, it pumps everybody up. So are those good. Are those scripted, or are those, like, made on the bus rides? Like, where are those oh, yeah, coming I was gonna from? Say, yeah. I where, love, where are those, like, those kind of, like, culminate? Very choreographed, yeah. and they are very good. Yeah, um, you know, we have a lot of uh, TikTok people oh, on the team. Yeah. So yeah. they like to um, bring stuff from TikTok, and they they come up with uh, their own cheers like on the spot like while we're playing or on the bus um and they like to like choreograph a lot of dance moves to that yeah so yeah it's pretty much um not scripted but if they like something they're not gonna like not we're gonna keep doing it yeah. <laughs> sure sure yeah it, I, I always enjoy listening to those because i think it's just as fun like seeing everybody else like not necessarily on the floor having a good time too because i mean it can kind of be dreadful being on the bench sometimes and not being able to play but um yeah. obviously you guys have had a really good season and like joe mentioned getting able to get back some revenge against those teams up north but now with this these games coming up i mean you guys have had the hot streaks in the regular season you guys have won the gliac tournament but there's always seemed to be one message with coach tia and you guys and it's always one game, one set at a time, one play at a time. Talk about how important that is with this team. Yeah, um, she does say that a lot. We say that a lot to each other. Um, it's kind of just like our like motto. Yeah. Um, I just feel like if we look too far into the future, we're gonna get overwhelmed. Like um, we may like lose track with like what is going on in the present and like what we need to practice for at that practice. So taking it, you know, one day at a time, one practice at a time to practice for each opponent differently has really um, put us in a different mindset on like how to go into those games. So that's honestly something that I've. Um, have been new to because I feel like at Parkland, like we, you know, we would prepare um, for each game and scout really well. But my, me personally, I would just like think ahead, like all the way to like the nationals. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, wait, we gotta focus on what's going on now. It's most important. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's to, really important. Not to get too overwhelmed with kind of the task at hand or anything, but. Rockhurst is the next team up on the docket for you guys uh, upcoming on Thursday. They're the only team that you haven't seen so far yet early this year that's going to be playing in the regional. What's going to be the approach now, especially going in blind, against a team that you haven't seen so far? 
Yeah, so um, our approach is basically the same, you know, take it one day at a time, one practice at a time, practice things we need to do. Um, but I think this is going to be a great opportunity for us. We're super excited since we haven't seen this team. So we've been practicing like differently. Um, Scout is still the same, but since it's new players and they do different things, um, we're really excited to see like what we can do. And But we're also focused on, you know, are great things that we bring to the game so for sure we're, yeah we're very excited yeah i mean it's going to be electric especially the whole weekend going on and having so many all for all four winter sports will be in town in the ferris athletic complex this weekend it's just going to be well but uh last question for you brooke we ask every athlete on this show what is your favorite thing about being a ferris state bulldog oh my gosh i feel like i can say so many things um, my favorite thing about being a Ferris State Bulldog, you know, I'm going to go with probably the obvious answer, which is like the environment and community, mm -hmm. because like, I feel like anyone who goes here is going to say the same thing because the community environment is, you know, really fun, like super hype. Like I feel like, especially coming from a sports standpoint, we all like support each other and like people that like aren't in sports are at the games too supporting us and it's like super great like i just like love the environment and how friendly everybody is like yeah yes. that's a that's a reoccurring reoccurring answer from a lot of the athletes that we've had on so it's really cool to see that you know big rapids and ferris have been able to kind of culminate that type of that culture around fair mm -hmm. state sports but brooke thank you so much for taking time out of your day being able to come to the studio and answer some of our questions we appreciate it and good luck against rockers thank you yeah thanks for having me appreciate it <laughs> Special thanks to Brooke for coming on the show. We enjoyed talking to her. And if there's another Ferris State athlete, coach, athletics department member, we want them on the show. And we want your guys' votes on who we should have on the show. So make sure that you message us who you want to have on the show, including subscribe on Instagram and on Twitter, because we post stuff literally every day. And it's it's a blast. Yeah, we keep the content rolling for you guys. Oh, so if you yeah. don't follow us, then what are you doing? What are you doing? It's some pretty solid content coming from our Instagram page. Yeah, literally everything Ferris State sports related. Breaking news in major sports for sure. Like Javi Baez to the Tigers. I think what? we might have tweeted that first. Were we were we the breaking? Were we I think a we were bomb? the I think we are the Schefter of that. Were we the Adam Schefter? I don't know. I don't think we can out Schefter. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. But regardless, that doesn't mean you can't subscribe because you should. You should follow and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on. But without further ado, to the Fair State Sports Report, we go. We'll start with volleyball, of course. A crazy regional tournament is about to commence. I mean, we're starting on Thursday. Four games. Boom, 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 boom. Not necessarily that we're playing. It's gonna be back. Back to back to back to back. Back games, yeah. I We're going to be there from start to middle because we have class, and then after that, back to the end. So we're going to be in there till like, from like what, 12 to 7 probably? More, I yeah, would even more say 9. 12 to 9. 12 to 9? Yep. Ridiculous. But we play Rockhurst to start the start the tournament off for us at least. I think that's at 5 o'clock. So we're the third game of the night. Correct. Uh, Rockers is all right. They're about they were middle of the pack when they during the selection show. Uh, they're like eleven or twenty and eleven. So uh, you know, pretty solid. Not uh, as good as what our record was. I mean, I think we were twenty third or twenty fourth in the country once we were able to win the GLIAC championship and then got the number one seating. But you know, once it's tournament time, once it's playoff time like this, you really can't take any game for granted, and you can't really say, like, this is going to be a pushover game. Even though if it's a 1v8, it's still going to be a pretty solid one. So I'm really excited to see how we're going to be able to play, how we're going to transition into Wink Arena with, you know, a lot more seating, a lot more people there. I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere. It's going to be a great time doing stats up up in the – I don't even know where I'm going to be sitting at. Probably where I'm at usually for basketball, but we'll see. But nonetheless, I'm pretty excited for it. Where will we be, where will we be sitting yeah, at? We'll probably be sitting down on the main area. I don't know. There I might, might be up be on no the friend. deck. I might be up on the deck. What if we're both on the deck together? Could you imagine? That would be fun. I would, I would love to be on the deck. I don't deck. know if we would because I got to talk when I do stats. Yeah. I and also have to talk do, too, but I have my own, I'd have my own microphone. So That is true. Anyway, but Rockhurst is going to be a good team. I mean, they got into the tournament. They're an eight seed, and they've played some quality games. They've beaten two top 20 teams, including the number six team in the country at the time in California State, San Bernardino. So they're going to be a very quality opponent. I mean, out of the GLVC they have really had a good program in years past, and I think they're going to be a very good team. And, I mean, this our Midwest region is stacked. I mean, I'm sorry that I'm biased with our region because, obviously, Ferris is in it. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've talked to some people, 
they like this could legitimately be an opening round where every game goes into more than three sets. Like that is completely possible. All these regional matchups are so stacked. It's just incredible to see. Yeah, it's really possible. I mean, and like you said, Rockers is a pretty solid team. They're very competitive with a lot of the a lot of the player or a lot of the games that they've been in so far. And that's one thing I'm looking uh, forward to is just some really solid volleyball that we played. Uh, we've been able to really compete with a lot of the hard teams in our conference. I mean, with Michigan Tech, we went to a five set thriller. So I definitely know that if we do meet Michigan Tech later on in the tournament, it's going to be another one of those tough ones. But Rockford Rockhurst is the first that we have to get through uh, for uh, the tournament. So. Nonetheless, it's going to be a good one. Can't wait to open up open up our, our play for the tournament. I know that there's going to be a couple more uh, before us, so nonetheless, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, as long as we limit the errors and stay in aggressive mode, we're going to be in good shape. I'm, re- mm-hmm. I'm really liking our opportunity to move on, but you're going to have to find out. 5 o'clock, be here. Rock wink. Let's get this place bumping because these girls definitely deserve an audience for, for this. For sure. But anyway, moving on over into football. We're still rolling, baby. One opponent One week is at a down. Time. Three to Survive go. in advance. Absolutely. Beating GV last week was an absolute wondrous time. But now we're on to the next opponent. Northwest Missouri State is in town on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Kickoff officially announced. Super Regional Final. I mean, we've been here before. We've played this team before. We're 2-1 and one in the last five, or I believe in the last five years that we've played them three times. We're 2-1. and one. Um, And the last time I think they got us was 16. And this is a really going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, right now, they're the number three seed, and they knocked off the number two in Harding. I mean, they're going to be a very competitive team. And Coach Anise said it in his press conference. He said, they're they're aiming for us. We've knocked them out the last two years. They're going to be gunning for us. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's at their place or they're coming here. They got a vengeance, a vengeance for revenge. So this is going to be a great football game, and I'm really excited. Yeah, and especially the thing, too, is I don't think we're going to have a snowball. It's going to be a little bit... Uh, oh, we hope we knock on wood I'd say, it. yeah, <laughs> hope for it. Uh, it's supposed to warm up a little bit uh, before this weekend comes around, and I don't think the snow will be as bad, but like I said, anything could happen. It's Michigan weather in early December, so really it's it's kind of just toss up to the wind. You really can't be too reliant on the weather at all but sure nonetheless northwest missouri state has been a perennial perennial playoff powerhouse that's been able to make uh the postseason multiple times and that's the one thing too is like seeing uh coach nice in the postgame press conference and just kind of talking to the guys on the team that like are excited to play these guys it's like it's just gonna be tough i mean they got a much better secondary than uh um grand valley did so i don't know if we'll be able to throw as much their run defense is pretty solid as well so if we do get jared bernhardt back from the injury i think we will i don't think it's too bad so i have also heard much about it yet i just know that he went off and went off in the second quarter and then didn't come back so we'll see how that goes we'll try to get you guys some more news about that soon but it's still going to be pretty interesting to see how we kind of attack that because if we can't have jared then we're going to have go back to uh the malik and evan kind of duo and be able to do that which i'm not too worried about because evan is able to run he's able to do it all and malik's been able to really tear apart some defensives with his uh with the old southpaw that he's got that's been able to sling some passes through so sling it nonetheless i'm really excited to see where the guys kind of place themselves with this team if they're going to be able to just kind of keep the foot on the gas, be able to roll. Because a 54-20 win over Grand Valley State, that's a pretty good propeller into any team that you have to go play next because Grand Valley State is no joke at all. And for us to be able to roll that much over them, I think it's going to be a solid start uh, for this playoffs. And then going into Northwest Missouri State is going to be a good game, but one that is winnable. It's just going to be we got to keep the foot on the gas, like I said, and not make it so we don't look back and not really kick ourselves in the kick ourselves in the back too much. Yeah, I mean the Bearcats, they they won the game. Um, no questions about it. I mean their defense was great. That they were the reason they won that game because I mean offensively they did okay. I mean they had less yards than Grand Valley did overall. They had yeah. 231 passing yards, I believe, against Harding, and they had 24 rushing yards on 31 attempts. Yes, math people, that is less than one yard per carry that's not very good but then again defense wins championships and this is going to be a good team but i really like our chances i mean we got some studs in the backfield that can get the job done with team minor jeremy burrell and even with bernhardt and malik and those guys and even Mm -hmm. evan as well that can really run the football and even the receivers as well i think that's one of the more underrated part of this spread rpo offense that coach anise runs is to be able to have jet sweeps and really keep teams on their toes because you can't stack the box when you got receivers on the outside that can take a jet sweep 60 yards to the house with 4-5 speed. I mean, that's mm-hmm. hard to, That's hard to defend. 
And, you know, this team, they have a pretty high-powered offense. I mean, they've been able to really roll a lot of the teams that they've been playing when you look at who they played. I mean, they had one loss so far this season uh, against Washburn, 16-17. to But other than that, I mean, they beat... 30 to 7 Missouri Western Central Oklahoma 30 to 38 to 0 Central Missouri 47 to 7 uh Central Washington 50 to 21 Harding 28 to 9 Emporia State 35 to 7 Missouri Southern 49 to 7 so these guys definitely know what it's like to be able to put points on the board but I don't think that they've met a match of Ferris State's defense yet so far, especially with Sidney McLeod being back, especially with, with wait, who's the other guy who could just Centel. came Centel, yeah. Two I interceptions was gonna, yeah, last Centel. week. Absolutely incredible performance from him. I think that's going to be a really rude awakening for these guys when they come in, but nonetheless, I mean, they're going to have to be traveling up to up to our place, up to Big Rapids, so that's going to be a big thing that they're going to have to overcome. I don't think they'll they'll be able to do it. Ferris State's going to roll. We're on to the, on to the regional final, and hopefully uh, we can get to McKinney. I like the way you're thinking, but we got to pack the house. Pack Rock the, the house one game at a time. One o'clock Saturday. We can get this done. But moving on over into hockey now on the ice, um, we're going to be taking on Lake State this weekend. An intriguing matchup for those that have been paying attention to what happened last week. Yes, Lake State beat Minnesota State. However, hold on. Us. Hold ever. Hold on. There were f- uh, reportedly five of their starting players that were out due to injury or COVID-related lists, so they didn't have a full roster. Yeah. You look at the stat sheet; they still struggled. It was a one-nothing win, but I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, I'm going to pull it up just to make sure. Lake Superior had less than ten shots in both games. Yeah. I remember seeing that. They that's played, crazy. Yeah, Defensive they, lockdown by the Mavericks. And that's yeah. why they're the, pretty much arguably the top team in the country. No yeah. question about it. I when mean, when everyone's of, healthy. On a lot of polls, they are number one. And that's the one thing, too, is like Lake State's been able to kind of sneak some wins. They've had kind of the same thing with us, though. They, Other than that Minnesota State win, they were on a five-game losing streak, so they're not really at that point yet where they were at last year where they had kind of that late-season push and they had a middle-season kind of run with it. But, none, I mean, they, they beat some teams that, you know, you're expected to beat. I mean, St. Thomas Union, <coughs> excuse me, St. Thomas Union, I mean, snuck one away from Michigan Tech and OT. I mean, we competed with Michigan Tech both games. But, nonetheless, they're going to be coming to our place. It's a very... Very winnable series. Yes. It's just lasting out all three periods, playing solid, yes. and that's going to be the story for the game. I mean, you got Jake Wilts coming into town, the old Ferris State Bulldog, Whoa. who I know a lot of these guys Ooh. on the team are going to be going after him and really letting them know uh, what they think about him. But, I mean, I'm just more excited to see. I mean, both games are going to be starting at 7.07 uh, on Friday and Saturday. I'm going to be there. Brandon, you're probably going to be there most Absolutely. likely. Absolutely. It's going to be a great one. Uh, but, like I said, two very winnable games. Play solid. Don't be idiots and get in the box all the time. Because although our penalty kill has been playing pretty solid lately, if I we can't do it seven the, times off the top of my head, I think we've only most of the time. I think we kill like three or four penalties a game. If I'm somewhere not, around there, but our you're also getting on. But the bad thing is you're on the penalty kill three or four times a game. Yes, that's which a is problem. not great. But all the games that we've seen that we played clean and stayed out of the box, we've been able to really compete with, and those were the ones that we were able to win. So if we stay out of the box, play solid, don't be idiots, I think we'll be a good job. Yeah. Good, good spot for where we got to go. This is this is, could be a turning point game. I know we say that every week, guys, I know, but we're going to be optimistic, of course. Optimism Prime, that's my name, Optimism and that's Prime. my game. I, it's going to it's be a winnable game. I mean, we can beat these guys. We've done it in years past. We can do this. Like, this is, we got the worst game out of the way last Saturday at Tech. The worst game out of the way. We got it all out of our system. All that crap play. New start. New month. New home game. Let's go. Let's get it done. For sure. 7 o'clock Friday, Saturday. Come watch, because this could be a whole different team, and I'm really looking forward to it. But finally, as we mentioned, not going to be playing at home technically, but still at home. Our basketball teams will be playing at Big Rapids High School just nearby down the street um, against Purdue Northwest and Wisconsin Parkside this weekend. Um, We can start on the men's side. I mean, really, we're looking at this team to continue to roll. We've gotten some great non-conference wins. Upset number seven Hillsdale earlier this year. Took down our old rival in Ashland, who's now in the G the GMAC. I mean, we're looking at it. We're looking at a great matchup coming. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this team does. I mean, Northwest and Parkside have been teams we've been able to take care of in the past, but obviously every year is different. So they're going to be fired up. We're going to be fired up, and really, we're looking for this team. 
dominate the paint, get the boards out and run and let it rip from yeah. deep. That's what we do, and that's how we win games. I mean, Logan Ryan as well. If you look at him, he played so well last weekend, yes. especially getting the getting the north of it. Are we north division or south division for men's? I can't remember. I know we're in two different divisions for uh, both men's and women's, but nonetheless, got player of the week uh, for his, uh, for his efforts, which is really good, especially with Walt being able to pick it up. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Scholler is uh, one of the top uh, leaders of assists in the league so far. Yep, second, and that's yeah, second. I think it's what eight point or six point six point eight six point eight. Yeah, I was gonna say eight point six. Got him kind of messed up, but nonetheless, got Purdue Northwest. It's gonna be a good game. I mean, Purdue Northwest is. Nobody to shake a stick at. They're a pretty solid team. They were middle of the pack last year, so they're not like uh, a powerhouse or nothing. But it's a great, great two games to start off, or a great game to start off the regular season play, especially with league play. Getting two wins would be really good. Being able to go up to Northern Michigan and then play Michigan Tech, the number one uh, seed so far uh, for the GLIAC, is going to be a really solid test for us. But nonetheless, I'm super excited to see what we're able to do. Also, our resiliency is going to be a, a question. Being able to move to Big Rapids, kind of having to move around a little bit, it's going to be a tough one to get used to. I don't think they've played in Big Rapids since like the fifth or the in the high school since like the fifties when like the, yeah, when we've played a couple games there emergency wise it? in the past. I think we have in recent memory. I thought but it was just when uh, the Wink was getting built. Um. Well, I think there was a couple of situations. I don't know why that I said fifties. That's way too. But uh, no, way no, too you're right. Ago. It's been sparse ever since then. But yeah, it's going to be a great matchup, and we'll see how this team does. I mean, I'm really looking forward to the Saturday game against Parkside because we got a head-to-head showdown: Gunslinger against Gunslinger. Walt Kelser, he's second in points per game. He trails Trey Croft from Parkside by point one points. Take it personal, Walt. Let him know. Yeah, come Let's on. Go. Show them how it's done, Walt. Let's go. Let's go. Anyway, we'll be also on the women's side. We'll be at the same place, near the same time, just a little before. But that te- this team's been doing well. They've been taking care of business. And really, they're looking for the same thing. They're rolling into conference play. We've played, competed heavily against these teams last year, despite having um, limited, like, a, we had a different roster. I mean, we had some players out with injuries that we've gotten back this year and that have hit the ground running. And, I mean, we've been doing very well this year already and been taking care of business in non-conference games, just like I said. I mean, we're really shooting the ball pretty well. I mean, we're averaging 78 points a game. That's much higher than we had last year. Um, We're taking more three-pointers. We're hitting more three-pointers. We're hitting them from the line. We're not turning the ball over too much. There's some times where we force it a little bit. But if we cut those back, we'll be just fine. We can take care of business. For sure, for sure. It's going to be a pretty solid uh, go about this weekend. Again, being uh, playing Purdue Northwest. I think, too, one thing we have to really work on is just being able to clean up our passes a little bit. That's the one thing that I've noticed from the past couple of times is they were a little bit uh, – there was times where we kind of got a little bit too crazy with where we were going with the ball, kind of like those back and forths where it's just like uh, like ball gets loose a little bit, trying to go down for something, you miss a shot. It kind of just is a whole just a bunch of like go back and forth, games going really fast. I think slowing it down and playing it our way is going to be a really good thing. Swinging it out, kind of ball movement is going to be a big key. I mean, our perimeter shooters, Caden Blanchard and Mally McCartney, have been pretty on fire for the past couple games. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chloe Adoni as well has been able to be a force down in the paint. One thing that we've definitely missed from her last year. Yes, big time. I think coming into this game, we have a very good chance to go 1-0 in the GLIAC to start off the season and start off a pretty good run. Uh, going into it, but like I said, being able to facilitate the floor, being able to get our shooters the ball in open spots and really high value and high percentage shots that we can make is going to be the big uh, big key to winning the game. Yeah, I mean, if we knock down shots, we can compete with anybody. I mean, for sure, that's the one thing Ferris basketball does well. We can go on well. runs like nobody's business. Yeah, no matter who it is, like it's just been it's just been incredible to see. But it's gonna be a, it's gonna be two really fun matchups. I mean, going into conference play here, and I mean, these are both very winnable games. Like we're we're right in. The, I mean, we're pre ranked number two as far as in the North Division, and I mean, these two teams are behind us. So I mean, we're we're looking forward. We're looking to beat these guys and move on. So um, I mean, right now we're the second best offense in the conference let's keep it rolling let's keep it that way yeah, let's, let's keep getting one. buckets baby but all those games will be of course on the website with stats and more as well as ticket information you can check that all out at www.ferrisstatebulldogs.com but we'll take a quick break we'll be back with more epic sports talk the MVSP podcast is brought to you by bulldog radio if you're a student at Ferris State University and you want to start your own podcast with some buddies, it could be about music, sports, really whatever you want to do, go to Bulldog Connect or find us on social media at Bulldog Radio. Remember, if you want to start out your own podcast, make sure to reach out to us and we'll get you started. 
Second half of the show is now back and running. Let's get it on with some NFL game-by-game predictions. Oh, we haven't done this in a while, Joe. Are you ready? We really haven't. Other like We haven't like gone in-depth. Like Sometimes we use it just like as filler sometimes mm-hmm. and just like, go through it, but we haven't gone like locked in. All in. in locked a fat in. Minute. Yep. We're, we're, st- we're stepping on our footprints right yeah, now. Yeah, stepping on the footprints. In, locking into the, in honor of Bro- locking in the NFL football recap or Absolutely. preview. Let's get it on. Let's start right away. It'll be the game tonight when this episode airs at 8.20, Thursday night football. Dallas Cowboys at the New Orleans Saints. Joe, who are you going with? This is honestly kind of tough, you know, because if if you gave me Saints two years ago, it's like, yeah, Saints are not losing this, no chance. But Dallas Cowboys have kind of been picking up a little bit. Dak's been able to play pretty solid lately. He's been really kind of coming back off that injury and playing, honestly, like really good football, like better than I thought he was going to do uh, this year. But, I mean, Saints, they've kind of been lacking a little bit under 500. I don't know how good they're going to be. Is Dak injured? Is Dak injured? Yes, but he's still playing. <laughs> that's the one, th- that's like one thing I was like wondering. Because like, I, I started talking about it. I was like, I don't understand. But, yeah, I don't know. That's just weird. He is, but he's like not necessarily in a position where he's going to be held out. And not, he's not going to be in a, a position of like... I'm out for the entire year because my ankle is almost in two pieces type of Dak yeah. Prescott injured. But I mean, so. but even, I mean if he, even if he's playing injured, he's playing pretty solid. I mean, 7-4 Cowboys is better than better than what they've been able to do with these past couple years. But like I said, New Orleans Saints under 500 haven't been playing super great. I mean, they're just they're 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 okay. They're not meeting <laughs> expectations. Okay. I'm probably going to go with Dallas mainly just because of the record and also, I mean, it's at. It's at New Orleans, though, so that's the one thing. It's like, which one do I go for? You are debating hardcore, my friend. Okay, Saints at home versus a better Dallas Cowboys, but it's away. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like that thing. Like, if it was home, I'd take – if Dallas was home, I'd take Dallas all day. But it's only because it's in New Orleans that I'm kind of – I'm going to go Dallas by seven. Dallas by seven. All right. I really like the idea of – the Cowboys winning this game only because Kamara is still not healthy after all these weeks that he's been rehabbing. That scares me, especially since I'm a fantasy owner of him. Come on, Oof. we need you, Alvin. But past that point, this team this team needs a bounce back. I mean, we, the last two games have been tough. I mean, the Chiefs was a drubbing back at Arrowhead, and then obviously the loss on Thanksgiving to the Vegas Raiders. This is a this one's their our game that they can be due to for our breakout. I really would like that opportunity. I'm going to take Dallas. I'm going to say by 10. I'm going to say that they're going to get it done. I think New Orleans will still play well under the dome, but right now, Trevor Simeon's not playing great. Taysom Hill's not back on the field, and without Kamara, that offense just seems dysfunctional right now, so I'm going to take the Cowboys. Next game, starting on the Sunday docket, Giants will be visiting Hard Rock to take on the Miami Dolphins. Hmm. This one's like, Weird, I don't know. This one's like weirdly tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Dolphins are on a hot streak right now. I don't know. That's going to say. Games? Giants are also just not great either. Now, Giants also won last week against Philadelphia. I'm still teetering with this one personally. It's going to be hard for me not to take the Dolphins the way that defense is playing. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go with the Dolphins here to beat the Giants. And the reason is this defense has pretty much... Nuns, like they've just been a brick wall these last two weeks. They have been phenomenal. Coach Flores has got this team ramped up to what we really expected at the beginning of the season. They did not play up to expectations early on this season, and that was really a disappointment. I mean, only winning one game of, I believe, their first seven. Like, that's that's tough to go on a football team. Now you're winning all these games in a row. You're staying hot. You're going to be at home against a Giants team that's still dysfunctional. You're also going to be starting Mike Glennon because Daniel Jones is now out. That scares me. But honestly, it could help with Saquon Barkley. But at the end of the day, I think the Dolphins squeaked this one out. I'm going against my initial gut to pick the Giants. I'm going to go with the Dolphins to keep this role and make this season weird. I'm going to take Miami by three. I might have to join you with that, Brandon, because the Giants have been playing. They've hung with some good teams. I mean, they beat the Raiders earlier. They only lost, who was it, to the Chiefs by like 10, was it, if I'm not mistaken? Uh 
Yeah, they only, so, no, yeah, only by three to the Chiefs, Threes. and they be they got blown out by the Buccaneers. But regardless, I think the Dolphins are still going to win because, like you said, Daniel Jones is out. So I don't know if the Dolphins or the Giants will be able to kind of pick up on that slack at all. And the Dolphins kind of have been able to find their stride a little bit in these past couple games. So Dolph, Dolphins by, say Dolphins by six. All right, change it up, go a little higher. I like it, I like it. Uh, next game coming up. Um... Nope, we're skipping that one. I don't want to talk about the Lions just yet. Haven't got my heart rate up enough for that one yet. yet. But, yeah, I don't know if I really want to go there, man. It's it's (laughs) tough. Oh, my gosh. I really can't. I can't imagine right now what Dan Campbell and that team is going through. Yeah, we've already done it. All right. Vikings at Detroit, Ford Field, 1 o'clock. I don't know, dude. Today is the or Sunday is the day. We've kept saying that, dude. I'm, I'm losing faith in this football team. Not in the future, just this this game. I thought this was gonna be a winnable game at the beginning of the year, but now I really don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just tough. Just how bad we've been playing. There's so much stuff that we need to fix. And it's, it's I don't awful. know though because I don't know. I don't think we'll win it though because Vikings beat the Packers by a, a field goal. So. I mean, they're not terrible, but, you know, Vikings have also been able to beat uh, a couple of the good teams. I mean, they beat the Chargers, who have been pretty solid so far this year. I mean, they beat the Seahawks by three, uh, but then they fall into teams like the Bengals, and they fall into teams like, uh, like, they didn't even beat the Panthers by that much. And, like, they fall into the Ravens, who are a little bit depleted this year. So, I don't know. It just kind of depends on what Lions decide to show up. And how Kirk Cousins decides to play. Because if he plays good, no chance the Lions win. I don't think we'll be able to pick up on that. Especially with how bad Jared Goff's doing. He's just going to check the ball down a couple times. And then we're going to have to keep on moving. But I'm going to go Lions by... Lions by three. Yeah. Okay. We're going to win by a field goal this time. Really? We will win by a field goal. Okay. We're not going to get cursed with the field goal garbage again. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a, that's a hard thing to take. Like, just losing games by one score. It's like we're the Nebraska Cornhuskers or something. It's yeah. just, that's just gross. But I think this is going to be a game of cat and mouse as far as are we going to dare to stop the run with Delvin Cook or are we going to try – like, there, Minnesota's going to dare us to stop the run and try to throw on us all day. That's what's going to happen. If not, we're probably going to get shredded because our rush defense has been kind of subpar as of lately. So – I really like the idea of us somehow stopping the run and relying zone coverage on deep routes and maybe getting a couple turnovers. I mean, it worked against Chicago, but then again, Chicago and Andy Dalton, so you kind of expected that. It's tough for me. I'm going to take out, I'm going to take the homer bias completely in effect to say that the Lions are going to win this game. No, I know in my heart that I really probably don't believe that, but for the sake of my relationship to the Lions. One pride forever. I don't care. Dan Campbell wins his first football game. Please, for the love of what's good, make it happen. I'm getting desperate. Lions by one. I'm that desperate. I'm that desperate. <laughs> one point. We need a game winner. We I don't even know if I want to see that one point. them win by one point because I'm just going to be pulling my hair out that I whole game. I don't care. I just want to win. This is... Ugh. I'm going to get... I, uh, you're thinking about the Lions. You're thinking about the Lions. Is we're at the point now where we ha- basically have the number one pick locked in. We can win one or two games. Theoretically, unless we start winning four in a row, like the Jets did last year. But almost. I mean, let's not do that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like we can win. We have now locked it in so that we can win like two. Let's burst those out a little bit. You know, like right. we probably won't win this week, All but right. let's say we win one next week. We take two weeks off on the losing train. And then we go and win another one, and then we lose out the rest of the season, get the number one pick, start the rebuild up again that's going to last another 20 years. Here's the real question, Brandon. <laughs> when is, like, ballpark, when, like, name a year when the Lions will, like, make the playoffs. Or we'll say win the Super Bowl. You want to say make a call on this podcast? Make a call. Oh, my word. Okay. Um, we're win the Super Bowl. Uh, are we being realistic or Homer? Realistic. Okay, uh, Homer, I was going to say 2022, but I probably shouldn't say that. Um, Realistically... A Homer myself, I would say that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, but um, hey, Optimism Prime, man. That's my, that's my name. But, Optimism only goes so far. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think, realistically, 
if we have a if this if this plan works, if this coaching staff is the the right ones, not saying it will, not saying it won't. I think that we should shoot four playoffs down definitely by twenty three and twenty four Super Bowl caliber team maybe by twenty seven maybe win it by 30. 2030. Let's just put an even number twenty thirty. I was gonna say I was that's that's what my when ultimate twenty twenty seven was like mm, that's a little bit early. I, I was, was gonna, gonna say I was gonna say actually we could be a Super Bowl caliber team with the right coaching and like the right players if we do it right. In the next couple of years, we could be a Super Bowl caliber team by like twenty thirty two. Yeah, I think we can do it. However, we have to get that's it done if right we now. do it the right. That's if we actually do it the right way and don't make mistakes and don't do stupid stuff. Bingo! Like draft, draft. Like what we need right now is receivers, right? So if we don't draft at least, I'd say a first round receiver this year. No, we won't. Which we won't. But it's what we need. We're going to draft either like a D lineman or like a linebacker or something. Or we'll probably draft Aiden Hutchinson most likely. I'm going to draft Hutchinson or Thibodeau. Juan. I'm not hating, but it's like our defense is enough to get by. Our defense has kept us, kept us in a lot of games. I mean, we lost on a field goal to what, four games now? Right? Yeah. I so, think so if you see that, our defense is fine. It's just if our offense would score. More than three times, or three times, to- more than two touchdowns a game, we'd be set for set for the next few years. Get us some wide receivers to throw to, and then in two years, draft the franchise quarterback, or even next year, draft the franchise quarterback. We can go another year with Jared Goff, but if you get a wide receiver, another wide, good, elite caliber, top of the draft class, best wide receiver there is, get them there. And then use the next first round pick to either get another wide receiver or try to get maybe a linebacker or something that you want to get at that point. But I don't know. There's just a whole bunch of stuff that the Lions need to do. And I don't think we're going to do it right because we're going to go for Hutchinson the first pick. I guarantee it. Yeah, we will. I mean, I feel like I'm I'm okay with drafting a pass rush. I agree with everything that you say. Um, I, I, I just really think that like we've never had like when's the last time we had a good team when we had a premier pass rushing guy coming out. Of course, that was Nebraska. Cornhusker himself, Adamican Sue. That was the last yeah. time when he was a rookie. That was when we started taking off and we started getting pass rush. So if we can repeat that, that'd be nice. But I mean, we're going to be watching that. But I mean, we Rams. also had we also had Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford that right. connection. So right, right, right. that's what if I'm you, that's literally the thing is like we just need we to just take need off a pass rusher, pass rusher, a great wide receiver, and then a franchise quarterback, and we're set. We're good. All right, I like it. As long as we don't shoot ourselves in the freaking foot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that's is we are going to because that's just how the Lions draft is we that's shoot ourselves up. in the, the foot every year. I have faith in the coaching staff still. I know y'all are saying I'm crazy and that you just need to get off that train now. I, don't, yeah, same, I, don't, I can't hear you right now with my optimism. I That's strictly coaching. We have to figure that out. If not, they're going to be let go at some point. Honestly, is Dan going to be let go this year? Honestly, probably not. That yeah. it's pro- he's the, we're going to have faith in Dan because he's just too good to this city to move on from after yeah, one he's year. Embodied, Especially after he's, in, he's embodied what Detroit yeah. really is. We could realistically move on from Anthony Lynn. That's yeah. a legit possibility because he's had his chances already and he's blundered them. And, I mean, it's Factual. it's been disastrous as far as some of the play calls. We can't call screens every third down. Every team knows that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean oh, to rant so hard. Optimism Prime back in full figure. We're gonna. We have a chance. We're gonna be playing the Falcons later on this season, at Atlanta. I have faith we can win that game. I think we'll win one game. I think we could win that game. We also we get are, to play Denver. No, actually, stinking Arizona Cardinals, and that's the team that we're gonna beat for our first win. And we're gonna go one sixteen and one. Or sorry, one fifteen and we, one. That'll be what happens if we become the the third team to. Well, it'll technically be first, seventeen game season. I guess so. But if first we become many, maybe, hopefully, hope not. If out of the two of the three teams that have never uh, that have had a season where they don't win a game, and we are two of those teams, I will be gravely disappointed to the point where I will just be so angry at the Lions organization and just with everything that has to do with Detroit Lions. Don't say it. I'm going to be going Packers fan. Oh, no. I can't believe you just said that. My ears are cringing right now. Oh, my. Oh, no. I'm going to do it. 
dude. I, well, okay. First of all, if that ever happens, I can't become a Packers fan because I'm lactose intolerant, and that does not line yeah, up geez, whatsoever. Um, so I'm gonna become some. I'm gonna be like a Colts fan or something. But that won't happen because I'm too loyal, and that's just how it goes. But anyway, there are other games going on. I guess we could get to. Uh, let's move down the list here. Uh, why not Colts? I just mentioned them. Colts are gonna be at the Texans. Um, any reason to not take the Colts by over ten points? No. I'm gonna say Colts by. Well, I don't know. They've kept the they've at NRG. They've kept it kind of close sometimes. I'll say Colts by. I'm gonna, I'm gonna two actually, scores. I'm gonna actually take Colts by ten. Colts so. by two scores. All right, till fourteen. Yeah, you kind of stole mine if it's ten. Well, I was gonna say two <laughs> scores and then. Well, no, four. that's t- t- ten or fourteen. I'll say okay. actually, I'll say seventeen. Colts by seventeen. Wow. All right, there we go. Um, Eagles and Jets. Hmm. I think there's only one really clear answer to this one. Yeah. Eagles. Jets. What? No, I'm just kidding. Actually, yeah. yeah why not? I'm going to the Jets. Yeah, really? Really? Why not? Upset How? pick. Spoiler alert. Eagles are fraudulent, bro. They didn't I play mean, well last week. Yeah, but also Jets are the Jets. So, like. The Jets not, found a way to win. Against the Texans. Yeah. They still got enough way to win. Hey, if the Jets can beat the Titans... They can definitely beat the Eagles. I'm just this one. I'm just going out on a limb on. Don't don't judge me. This is I'm just going out on a limb on. Jets by three. Shock the world. Nick Sirianni's going to be heated about his stupid plant comment. Or I'm just kidding. It's not stupid, but Eagles it was definitely by, unintelligent. Eagles by fourteen. Oh, all right. Big I don't car- know. They didn't play super great against the Giants last week, but if you look at the other games that they've played, they're like. They've been able to play well. I mean, they beat the Lions by a big margin. They beat the Broncos by a big margin. I mean, beat the Saints by 11. Had the hiccup with the Giants, but they'll be able to get back on track. I think it's going to be, yeah, Eagles by two scores at least. All right. My argument, Hurts is banged up, and that team is very inconsistent. They can play good games, but they play bad games. A banged up Jalen Hurts is better than a a healthy Zach Wilson. Well, we're they're going to be starting Joe Flacco exactly. for your information. Exactly. Who got a win last week? Hey, I don't know why I'm this crazy for the Jets, but I hope they win so old bad. Man, old man Joe Flacco is not going to be able to overcome how bad the Jets are going to be able, be playing. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Cardinals at Bears. D-hops back off a of bye. Give me the cards by 13. Same. I, I mean, I, I don't think I don't understand like why you wouldn't choose the Cardinals I hope, there. I really okay. This is like true honesty right now. I hope the Bears like lose so they can move on from Matt. That's what I, that, I yeah. truly want that for Bears. Matt fans, Nagy I don't think they understand just, how bad he's been. Matt Nagy is just a guy who I think might be in your family. <laughs> no, <laughs> like when okay, so like when they had I forget which game it was, but when they actually played good and like Justin Fields had a solid game and stuff, like he gave he gave the reins over to his offensive coordinator, right? And then he goes and is just like, oh, yeah, he was able to do that because of me. Like, that was all me, basically. So I feel like the culture that is around that 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 organization and just from, like, the top to bottom with Matt Nagy at the helm of it is just not a healthy, a healthy relationship to have sure. between all those guys. And once – if you lose against the Cardinals, and I don't think they're even going to – I don't know – it's gonna have to take a big loss for Matt Nagy to get fired. I just have a feeling about that. Like it's really? I mean, I could be I could be wrong, Dude, but I, I think from what we've seen already and just like all the things that have uh that have happened that like cons- that should mean if getting that should mean Matt Nagy getting fired. Sorry, I can't talk right now. That should mean Matt Nagy getting fired that haven't happened already, like a loss to the Cardinals, who are one of the better teams in the league, isn't really going to do much. It's got to be to a bad team and just like have a blow because it's not going to be. They're not, they're not going to fire him if it's to the Cardinals. Oh no no, they got to lose someone bad. No, no no, I'm not saying that. Like after after on the on the like after in the parking lot, they're going to say, "Hey, go pack your bags." I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm saying I hope that they lose this game so there's no hope for Matt because if they win this game. Then they're gonna be like, oh, they got it back on track. Oh, they figured. Oh, Fields. Oh, they figured it out. They get uh, no, no. They don't here. need that because it's not worked. It worked one year, and it was because of that defense, was it not? Yeah. And look where they ended up. Double doink. That's what happened. So, I think this this team deserves a new outlook. So I want them. I want the Cardinals to win by thirteen. Yeah. Move on. And they finish out the rest of the season on a pretty porous note. The fact that they've already discussed 
that the reports have came out that they've already discussed Nagy being let go. That tells me enough that they're thinking about it, enough to even make a report about it, that it is a legitimate possibility. I don't care what they say if they try to retract it. Somebody, It came out of somebody's mouth in the executive office. That means you're talking about it. So yeah. I think that's a realistic possibility. So um, you also picked the Cardinals? Yeah. That'd be kind of weird if you went on that rant and then took the the bears and then went a little switcheroo and said bears. Well, I mean, Duh, they, bears. I mean, I, I would, I honestly, you know what? I would say that they need to lose out, and then they hire the other Nagy, the predominant Joe Nagy as head coach of the as, Chicago yeah, Bears. Yeah, me head coach. I'd just be like, yo, run a hail mary every time. <laughs> Madden skills. You pull up your Madden cheat sheets. I pull out the controller and just start controlling Andy X, Dalton. X, and X, Rack, rack, rack. RPO. Screen. Only RPOs the whole time. Yes. Anyway, that'd be inter- interesting to watch. Uh, Chargers at the Bengals. Intrigue in this game. Herbert versus Burrow. I really like this game. I think this game should have been Sunday night. No offense. Broncos and Chiefs, that's a good game. I wanted the Bengals and Chargers. For this to be Monday night? Yeah, because they were supposed to do the, they were supposed to do the Niners and Seahawks. Two young quarterbacks, two young quarterbacks who have been leading their team to pretty all right seasons. Like, I'm really looking forward to this because, like, for a long time, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow have been getting kind of you know lumped together and been kind of compared to each other. And this is a really good time for both of them to kind of set set themselves apart. If it's a big win for either team, it's kind of just like really solidifying themselves as a great young quarterback. But you know, it could be like a gunslinging match. It could be a high scoring, pretty. Pretty great one to watch, especially if it goes like you know late into like a really close situation where they're you know close to like a touchdown or one, they need to make a last uh, you know late game drive or something like that. But that's one thing I'm kind of excited to watch for this game is just to be able to see like where they're able to go and what they're what these two quarterbacks are going to be able to do because I'm really hoping it's going to be a, a shootout that's just going to be back and forth the whole game because that'll be one that'll be really great to watch. Yeah, I I really hope that this game is as great as it looks on paper because we want to see 40 to 40 on the final scoreboard. Like we want to see this game go to overtime type level as far as these young offenses go against each other. Uh as far as picking, I feel like the Chargers have been way too fluky to lose all these games, so I want to pick them in the upset, but I mean, Cincinnati has played very well at home this year. So mm-hmm. that kind of gets me the idea of picking the Bengals. I'm scared. I don't. I mean, they're just they're just really good at Paul Brown. I don't. I don't think they've actually lost. They've only lost one game. I think. At no, they've lost two games at Paul Brown. I believe, if I remember correctly. But the last one tells me I think all I need to know. I'm gonna take the Bengals and I'm gonna take them by six. Actually, intrigue on this game. I'm gonna take six. I'll probably take them by. I'll probably take Chargers by. I like it. Chargers by three. Chargers by three. It's gonna be. It's gonna be high scoring. I, I like think that. it's both teams are gonna be like over twenty five or twenty six or something like that. But it's gonna be. It's gonna be a close game. It's I gonna come you, down to the kicker. I give you kudos to that one. Uh, Buccaneers at Falcons on three. One, two. Three Falcons. Well, you are crazy. <laughs> no, Buccaneers <laughs> you, you by Buccaneers by a billion. I don't think the scoreboards go up that high. I don't think so either. But I don't. I mean, Tom Brady's just been lights out. He's been running a little bit, man. He's been using his feet a lot more. He's been acting like he's the young buck, like he used to be. Hey, eleven yards. Eleven yards. It was eleven yards. Yeah, those don't come too often, so you gotta be able to write them down. But I don't know. That's the one I'm kind of interested to see. Buccaneers are probably just gonna keep it rolling. I'm more just excited to see how much they score. There'll probably be like two or three scores, Tampa Bay. Yep. Pucks, I think, by 17. I haven't said that one yet. 17. Uh, Jags at Rams. Rams get back on track. It's, it's this game or bust at this point. They're 7-4. and four. They, need to, they, need this, they need this win. And they should have absolutely no problem get back on track against the Jacksonville Jaguars, led by Urban Meyer. I'm going to take the Rams. Put a statement game together. Win by 24, will you? Because that would make me happy. Rams by 24. Mm-hmm. I'll call it right now. It'll be 31. It'll be 30. No, 38 14 final. For the Rams? For the Rams. At home at SoFi against the Jags. Yeah. That's what they have to do. And I'm willing to pick it to see if it goes that far. Realistically, it'll probably be less, but I'll take the big I'll pick the big one. I'll be with Boomer you. Bust. I think it's going to be a big Boomer bust. Okay. Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm getting tired. Twenty now. or twenty-seven. Late night, late night recording. You want twenty or twenty-seven? I won't let you have twenty-four. I I bought 27. that score. Twenty-seven. Okay. There we go. Washington 
at the Vegas Raiders. Washington is just one. Also the Raiders. This one has some intrigue. Washington's defense is playing better, even though Chase Young's out. But the Raiders have also shown that they, they have a pretty reputable offense. I mean, this one might be a quick It's play. a little bit of, yeah, that, this one's going to be a lot closer than I think, like what it kind of looks like off of first glance. I'm going to go Raiders for the sole purpose that it's at home. So, yeah, Raiders by, we'll go Raiders by seven. Raiders two by two seven. Two evenly matched teams. It's going to come down to a, it'll probably be like a 14-21 game or something like something that. Something like that. I, I mean, I could definitely see that. I mean, right now, you're looking at two teams that are going to be looking to definitely, I would say, you would want to say, you want to look for your young tailbacks to explode. I mean, with Gibson going to be going up against Josh Jacobs. But, I mean, I think that, I'm, I honestly think Derek Carr may be the difference in this one. This one really intrigues me. Yeah. The way the Raiders played last week, it's hard for me. It's Okay, it's hard for me to see them doing that again. But I don't think the Sea the Seahawks straight up fumbled that Washington game. So that doesn't in, that doesn't like Seattle's so far off the rails in that game, and the fact they only lost by one score, I think that gives me enough confidence to even though I have doubts about the Raiders winning consecutive consecutive games again, I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take the Raiders. I'm gonna think I'm gonna take them by uh, four. Say we get something weird on the conversion. Uh, hmm. Ravens at Steelers, AFC North. Showdown. Any reason to take the Ravens? Yes, I got a gut feeling. Ravens are gonna win. Yeah, Ravens are gonna win by fourteen. Fourteen. I think Lamar Jackson's been playing pretty solid, mm-hmm. and I mean Pittsburgh is. Although they're five five and one, it seems like they're just kind of like in a shambles situation with just like where they're at with just like everything mm-hmm. right now. And I don't know. It's just kind of like one of those weird, like, I can't really explain it. Especially when they lose to the Bengals 41-10 to 10 last weekend. How do you bounce back from like, that? How do you bounce back from that? So, Ugh. Ravens are going to win by two scores. I think it's going to be a little bit of a rut that the Steelers got to get out of. And I don't think they're going to be able to get out of just now. I mean, Beth Ro- Ben Roethlisberger kind of been throwing some interceptions a little bit too often these past couple weeks. The Ravens won a football game throwing four interceptions. Yeah, how, like. What does that even? That's that like is fair, literally that's like impossible. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but I th- this game seems weird. To, this is a trap game in my mind. It really is. Like this seems like a trap game that the Steelers will somehow win. I'm gonna go with you and take the Ravens because I just can't like physically go that far to say that they'll win. I think the Ravens will get it done by ten, but I think this game is gonna be very. St- I think this game could be either electric start like it's gonna be 24 24 or it's gonna be 0 0 like boomer busts out of the first two quarters i think is what's gonna be transpiring in this game but i'm gonna take the ravens i think lamar has i think lamar's gonna have a great day in the air the steelers are gonna prep to stack the box and try to get the steel curtain rumbling at heinz uh it's because they, they got to do it without their offense at this point because ben roethlisberger and that offense has been very inefficient so i think they're gonna do that lamar throws in the air much better than cleveland I think we can expect the same result. A gritty win, mm-hmm. and they're going to win by... Wait, did I say 10? I think I said 10. Well, you said 7. I said 7, I'll yeah. Change, whatever I said, scratch it. I'll say it's 10. Maybe it was 10 earlier. Maybe it wasn't. Final what, answer. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. What is Ravens by 10? Anyway, 49ers at Seahawks in Seattle. Is this where Russell finally gets on track? No. <laughs> Boo. To be to be quite honest, no, it's not gonna be. So mm. you just, I don't know. It's just like he's just been in this, in like a weird like. Cause last year it was like MVP Russell, and then it's like this year, it's like bust Russell. Like bust. he's not not been playing too solid. So it's dangerous. I mean Seattle. I mean they did just did sign Adrian Peterson to the practice squad. So you think I mean, that's really gonna be a difference a, that, in this game? <laughs> probably not. But I mean. I don't know, they just been, they've been, they haven't like even been like in a lot of the game. Well, they have been, I guess, against the Steelers and then the Seahawks they, or the Saints that they were pretty close in. But like they've been losing a couple games like by a big march, but most of them are by small. So maybe they'll be able to kind of get over the hump a little bit. But I don't know. It's probably gonna be second versus same as the first. They're probably gonna lose by like three or three or six or something like that. I'll say, I'll say twenty four. 
Or sorry, 27 to 24. Ooh, that's a specific score. Um, I just got a feeling. Dude, I... This week's all trap, all trap games. It it seems like all trap games on paper, and it scares the absolute crap out of me. Just looking at all these, like just these lopsided, like you're just like, man, I don't know, dude. I don't know if it's just because I like Russell Wilson so much. I really want to pick the 49ers, but for some reason, I have this weird gut feeling right now that Seattle's just somehow gonna play really well and out of their mind this week i don't think that's going to happen but i mean my gut's been right on these things before it's also been dead wrong yeah it's true uh i mean for the show purposes and for the fans i'll play contrarian seahawks by seven that was very enthusiastic wasn't it that's how i feel about this game (laughs) i really hope honestly in the whole scheme of things i honestly hope that Seattle like wins out, so we can see Russ continue to play with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Because if they don't, that relationship is over, guaranteed. He's gone. I, that's what yeah. in my mind. I think he's gone this year if they finish out and don't make the playoffs. He already wanted out out of whoa. He already wanted out once. That's a mouthful. I think it'll happen again. I, I want to see him go somewhere where he can make a true difference for a football team and really perform really well. I really love seeing him play with Lockhart and Metcalf, but, I mean, if that's the way it's going to be, I would love to see him on another team as well. So yeah. I'll take Seahawks, but I don't think you should get your hopes up on them making the playoffs. Anyway, Broncos. Yeah, I don't think so either. Broncos Chiefs, Sunday Night Football AFC West matchup. This one's at Arrowhead. Chiefs make it eight. Chiefs. I would agree with that. I think Mahomes gets it done against that Broncos secondary. Just don't throw to Patrick Sertan's direction, and you'll be just fine. Chiefs by 10. Their offense is back. No reason that they shouldn't win by 10. Yeah, I'd say Chiefs by... Yeah, I want to go to by 10 as well. We'll go Chiefs by 14. All right. Big win. Big win. Big Tilly for the Chiefs. Big Tilly. Final game, Monday Night Football, December 6th. Patriots at... Bills. This one's tough. Very tough. They're even doing like a giveaway, I think, on NFL.com. If you pick the winning team for this game, that you'll end up getting like a gift card. Mm. Like that's How much is the gift card? $100. That's a pretty good deal. That's a free jersey and like a sweatshirt and a tee. That's pretty nice. So, But that's just how lopsided this game, like or not lopsided, excuse me, how unlopsided it is and how really 50-50 it is because they're not going to give out. Like it's gonna be split fifty fifty, so they can get the less amount, the least amount of people possible, pretty much for this gift card. So, mm-hmm. I think that tells you enough. The Patriots have played so well, dude. I don't know. Like, I really want to go on the home run, the Bills train with Josh Allen. I mean, just being able to get him in my fantasy league this year has already put me playoff bound. So, I really want to keep riding that train. But the Patriots defense looks legit again. And it's because of it's not because of that that bearded man named Pat Tur- Isha, but <laughs> I I don't want to just say it like that, but you know what I mean. We still have beef, bro. Um, Bills. I don't know. Uh, Bills by ten. Bills by ten. I did it. No, 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 no. Take that back. Well, I don't know why I just got that far off. I'm going to say Bills by seven. I don't know why I said two scores. Belichick will not let a team win by two scores. I'm going to go Patriots by 14. Yo, okay, so you want them to win by two scores. Yeah. That's Patriots, fair. I don't know. I, Mac Jones has been playing pretty solid. That's more likely. Well, honestly, not even more than pretty. He's been playing more than pretty solid. He's been playing out, well, he's playing very out of his mind. Really. Solid. I mean, he's one of the top QBs in the league right now. Going off of QBR, he's been playing really solid. I mean, if you look at like how he was matching up to compared to Tom Brady's rookie year and stuff, I mean, Mac Jones is making a case for uh, offensive or rookie of the year right now, and I think that's one thing that, especially with this game, he can really solidify it and just kind of clean out the season and be able to really make it solid and lead this team to to the playoffs. I think, I mean, he's got it locked in, and the Patriots have a really good chance to really go to go into Buffalo, steal or not steal a game, but. You know, shock Bills. I'd say steal a game. Shock Bills Mafia, and you know, go on to nine and four, and then kind of, I mean, after this week, who do they have to play? I mean, Colts. They're gonna play the Dolphins. Bills and Jets again. again. 
and then Jaguars and Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills get them. I I think the Bills get them at home. Then Gillette, it's no chance. The That's Belichick's what I'm saying. That game. If if they can win this week, and then go on to play the Bills the next in two weeks at Gillette, I mean, there's no chance. I don't think that the Bills can really go in there and be able to steal one from them. So, I think if they win today. Mac Jones is making a great case for Rookie of the Year. He's making a great case for the playoffs and a great case to win their division. So. That's a good pick right there. Those are our picks. Don't bet on them unless you win. Then thank us. But I expect a check <laughs> a nice, if you win. A game check? Yeah, I, I expect a cut. a Barstool Sportsbook receipt that gives us our cut. That's what I want to see. I want to see it, but I don't know. Don't promote well, gambling, they you don't said. promote gambling? Well, I don't promote it either. I don't know. We're not 21, so we can't even gamble that's yet. That's my point. I mean, I guess we can go to the, uh, what is it, Soaring Soar- Eagle? We can go to Soaring Eagle. That's 18 and older. Could we? Um, and, or uh, we could just go across the pond to Canada. Yeah, and then we can go gamble. Go under the bridges. Yeah. That's a legitimate concern, though. But what? That people go across the border and gamble? Oh, oh yeah. 100%. That's a legit thing. Before, well, I mean, before it got illegal in the state. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Because 18, you can gamble at the uh, the ones up north, like the Mount All Pleasant right, but like down in like Detroit area, they they don't have soaring, so they were in, they're stuck in either you're 18 and you go across the border, or you just try to do it in some very disclosed location with a private bookie type of thing. We don't need to get into that though. But yes, that is that's a legitimate thing. But all we're saying is. We're not proponing sports gambling, but if you win with our picks, we would love to see that uh, you listen uh, to us because that'd, that'd be pretty. That'd be win. pretty sick. But because we're your favorite podcast, right? Yeah. So why would you not want to help us keep the lights on? Exactly. Shoot some dollar bills our way if you win some this weekend. Absolutely. And if we're your number one Spotify Wrapped podcast, we'll put a, we'll put a Venmo yeah. up on the up on the on the Instagram it'll story. Be Joe's. Can, we'll give yeah, him Joe's be, private yeah, give Venmo because yours truly does not use. You don't, Venmo. Use, you don't use Venmo? No. Why not? Cold, hard cash. Oh, Venmo is worse. I'm on the Ramsey plan, bro. I'm not giving money away. You don't have to really give money don't. away. No, I'm saying like I'd give away money too fast with Venmo. I just I, like, I mean, oh, you Venmo give... this, Venmo that. I already get that done, and now I'm already in the hole. Like, oh my gosh, what did I, I mean, do? kind of, but not really. It's a personal thing. I respect it. I respect it nonetheless. But it is very useful. I respect it nonetheless. If you guys are still listening, we appreciate you dealing with our shenanigans, but that'll (laughs) be the end of this show. We appreciate everything that you guys do to help this show. I mean, we've officially been like nominated for possible awards with oh. Michigan Association of Broadcasting. Like what? So Ooh, submissions apparently have gone in, and we might be on the list. I'm hoping, knock on wood, Joe. I think well, maybe we could have a chance to win. Who knows? But anyway, if this is your favorite podcast, let us know. We'd love to see your Spotify rap. We want to see you number one. Maybe we'll, we. I think what was that, on your Spotify rap? Deserved a re- I think that deserves what a repost. What was on your Spotify rap? For what? Like top, who's your top artist? Top artist? Lecrae, baby. Lecrae? That's my boy. Big Lecrae guy. 0.5%. Actually, I was, top uh, 0.5. I, mine was George Strait. Hey. 0.05% of listeners. Whoa, so no you're a deal. homer homer. I am. I respect I really that. Am. I respect that. But I might be going out to a concert of his in February. That's going to be pretty That's gonna be pretty crazy. That's dope. Yeah. That's really that. dope. But yeah. Send us your Spotify raps if you want on Instagram yeah. or something. We'd like to see it. I'm, if, if we're I your number one podcast. Some, I want to listen to some new music. Oh, yeah. Send them for Joe. Send them for Joe. Yeah, I need we'll something. Put out, we'll put out a thing. We want to. We want to hear. We want some new tunes. We want to see the fans out there that truly represent us. If you send it, we'll repost it. If you send us that we're your number one podcast, you'll get a shout out. One hundred percent. I'm just gonna make a whole bunch of dummy Spotify accounts and only listen to us for like a little bit. You goon. And then yeah. Why would you do that? Come on. <laughs> anyway, all right. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the MBSP. And until next time, guys. Take care, everybody.